As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. John and Greta here from the Tolkien Road Podcast. So... Um, wanted to do a little special video, special uh, podcast episode to talk about the humongous news yesterday that hit the world of Tolkiendom. There will be a Lord of the Rings prequel TV series on Amazon Prime uh, in the near future. It is now official. We'd heard a rumor of this about a week ago. It just actually, the timing of this is weird for us it because totally we weird. we had on the podcast we'd been discussing. The future of Middle Earth, and you know, for years now, people, Tolkien fans, have been like, "Oh, well, you know, it's we loved seeing these things come to life on the screen, but we'll probably never see the Silmarillion and unfinished tales and so many of the other stories that could be told in this in this vast universe of Tolkien's." And we did a couple of episodes discussing that the future right. of Middle Earth, yeah. and um, and you know, at that time, it was just more speculation, like, "Hey, maybe, maybe, you know." Maybe one of these days the Tolkien will stay to look look at it and say like, okay, we found some people we can trust to actually put you know take these stories on yeah. because one day, maybe. the problem has been that they were not happy really that with the way things turned out um, with the Jackson films right, right. right? Yeah. they had some things they were unhappy about with those so things looked bleak for a long time and then all of a sudden the timing for us weird we were just talking about this on the yeah. podcast and then. Boom! It's like it's like Amazon and uh, the Tolkien estate were listening to us. It's really kind of crazy. I, I'm sh- I'm absolutely sure they were listening to us. They were probably like, "What did John and Greta think?" Yeah, we should yeah. probably do what they think. The preeminent scholars, of course, when it comes to Tolkien. Them. So yeah, no, it's crazy because it seems almost like a pipe dream. Like all the stuff we were talking about, and now it's like, what? I know it's you, it, like, it's like it's this is happening. It's actually happening. It's and unbelievable. Well, we don't know much about what's happening. We don't know a lot of clear. We don't have a lot of clarity about what actually is happening, other than the things that I've already mentioned. So I wanted to go through, just take a few minutes to go through the press release that came out from. Uh, Amazon yesterday and and just establish what we know right now because even I posted something about it on our Facebook page and lots of people were like some people were like oh this is cool some people were like oh I want a movie some people were like what does this even mean and yeah. you know so 
we don't, you know, it's worth talking about some of those things. We'll probably have a lot more discussions on this, you know, on the podcast going forward. So if you don't already subscribe, go over and subscribe it on your favorite, subscribe to it on iTunes or whatever your favorite, uh, you know, podcast listening sources. Um, but you know, here's what, here's basically what you need to know about the press release that came out yesterday. So this is from Amazon. This is from Amazon. Yeah, yeah. You can go, this is on like a corporate site. This is an official release from Amazon. Okay. Announcing this. So, what we know, television adaptation, it's a television adaptation, okay? So, a series. Um, right. So, yeah. and it says, exploring new storylines preceding J.R.R. Tolkien's The Fellowship of the Ring, slated to debut exclusively on Prime Video. So, this is going to be on Amazon Prime Video, all right, um, which we watch a couple of shows on there already. Our, right. One of our favorites on there to watch is The Man in the High Castle, um, which is right. kind, of a, kind of a speculative fiction show based on a book that I think is really well done. Um, so that's that encouraging. History, it's really good. Yeah, that's yeah. encouraging to see that they've done that one pretty well, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we know that it's going to be on Prime Video, and we know that it's going to precede Fellowship of the Ring. So that means it's not Lord of the Rings. It's not the story of the Lord of the Rings. This is not a remake of Lord of the Rings, in other Could words. Could it be The Hobbit? So here's the thing, and, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about what I think it's going to be um, after we establish a few more items, but... I, I really don't think... I think if it was going to be a remake of The Hobbit, I think they would have come right out and said that, okay. right? Okay. Even though The Hobbit does come before, it's not actually a prequel. This It's uh, it's a... The Lord of the Rings is a sequel to The Hobbit, right? Right, yes, true. The Hobbit is not a prequel to Lord of the Rings. So right. okay. it, it seems extremely unlikely or just bad communication if they... Um, if they intended to do a Hobbit it. series. Plus they've already done a Hobbit movie. Exactly. So, it's like, why yeah. redo it? It was already really successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just doesn't seem likely that that's what they're planning. Yeah, right. I, they, would they I think they would have come right out and said, yeah. we're going to do a Hobbit TV series because everybody mm-hmm. knows the Hobbit. Right. So, yeah. um, so this, you know, what the other things they say are, it's a multi-season commitment and a potential additional spinoff series. So it sounds like we're getting two TV series out of this, right? We're getting a first, a multi-season commitment to one TV series. That's okay. a Lord of the Rings prequel series. Okay, we'll talk a little bit more about what that might mean. And then an additional spinoff series on top of that. So who knows? We're, you know, we're definitely getting one, probably two, it sounds like. Okay, definitely one, probably two TV series based on this. Awesome. Um, this is the most exciting part. This is the most exciting thing to me. This This means so much to me, and I'm so glad this is in there. Co-op, in cooperation with the Tolkien Estate and Trust, HarperCollins, and New Line Cinema, a division of Warner Brothers Entertainment. So the important part there, the Tolkien Estate. Okay, This means that um, the people who are in charge of the of Tolkien stories, okay, of protecting them and guarding them and putting them and publishing them, have have given their blessing to this group. That's right? Super, that's super, super Hugely important. important. That yeah. was like my number one concern that I yeah. called out when we talked about the future mm-hmm. of Middle Earth, right? Because... Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the Jackson films. I like the Lord of the Rings ones better than the Hobbit ones. Um, but even the Hobbit ones, I've kind of, as we've gone back and watched them recently, I've enjoyed seeing, I've enjoyed watching them. And, and are there problems with them? Yes, there's problems. I don't think it's possible to make an adaptation of a, of a book, especially a beloved book and not have there be problems with it. Um, right. Not have there be yes. things that fans who yes. love the book are going to be like, well, I wish they'd done this. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's basically impossible. It, uh, that's like, that, that's like a perfection that you just can't mm-hmm. possibly achieve as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, now you can come close to achieving that. Right. And, and I think there was a, you know, my biggest concern was that 
they wouldn't they wouldn't do anything with this anytime soon, right? The Tolkien estate wouldn't bless anything anytime soon. And at some point further down the road, when especially when Christopher Tolkien was no longer with us, because he's been the primary safeguarder of his father's right. legacy, right? Mm-hmm. That um, that we weren't going to have as much of a we, there wasn't going to be as much of a scrupulous effect, you know effort to ensure that these stories, these adaptations, mm-hmm. are true to Tolkien's true, vision, right? Right. So here's my question: Could they have? Could they have even done this without the blessing of the Tolkien estate? I mean, they had to hand over the rights, well, right? Well, it de- it all depends, right? Because so, and and I'm not I'm not up uh, on all the yeah. legalese, but basically sure. basically the film rights for the Lord of the Rings, okay? Um, Tolkien sold those when he was still alive back in the '60s, oh, right? He sold the okay. film rights for the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Okay. But then there were all these other works that came out after he was gone that he had written, but Christopher really was responsible for putting okay. out to the world okay. um, that the that no one ever acquired the film rights for. Mm. Okay, and um, so it would have been entirely possible, as I understand it, for Amazon to do this without getting the Tolkien Estates blessing to basically go to New Line Cinema, who I think owns the rights, and um, and say, you know, we we want to do a series based on these things, and okay. you know. Sure. And have that. So, the fact that the Tolkien estate is involved in this is very interesting and mm-hmm. um, and very, and very encur- encouraging <laughs> well, and very interesting. Yeah, uh, encouraging because I feel like we're we have a better chance of getting stuff that's true. Really, it, there's there's going to be a spe- there's going to be a special emphasis on being true to Tolkien's vision. It would seem right. Yes, and yes. and that's so important in this because mm-hmm. it's so it would be so easy to like you know, make this super violent and, um, and sex it up and do all kind like, and try to make it relevant in all kinds of weird ways. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and that would just not be true to his right. vision. Yeah. Right. Yes. And, uh, and so it's, it's wonderful that, you know, that the Tolkien estate is, is, has blessed this. Mm-hmm. They've given a vote of confidence to Amazon in this regard. Actually, let's read what the Tolkien estate has to say. They said, we are delighted that Amazon, with its longstanding commitment to literature, is the home of the first ever multi-season television series for The Lord of the Rings. Sharon and the team at Amazon Studios have exceptional ideas to bring to the screen previously unexplored stories based on J.R.R. Tolkien's original writings. Okay? So previously unexplored. I yes. think that's key. Yeah. So these are you know these are stories that, um, and, and the way I read that is they're previously unexplored in, in, in movies, in film, right. on, on the screen, right? right? Yeah. So... Um, you know, so that's that's all extremely encouraging and very interesting. Encouraging yeah. because of the things we already laid out, quality control, basically. Right. Um, interesting because this just opens up the possibility, even though it's not called out, but that there's that they have m- maybe given, um, sold the rights or rented or leased the rights or whatever. Amazon now has the right to do with more to tell stories with more than just the Lord of the Rings. Yes. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That hasn't been confirmed. I, I'm not confirming that, but that seems to hint at it. If the Tolkien estate is that involved in it, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe what we're dealing with here is they're saying, okay, we'll give you, we'll let you, let's see what you can do with the other material in the Lord of the Rings, right? The appendices in the Lord of the Rings, mm. and then maybe if you do a good, if we're happy with that, we'll let you do. Maybe that spinoff series is we'll let you, we'll let you tell the stories of the Silmarillion, mm-hmm. right? Maybe that's what we're facing. I don't know. I'm speculating mm-hmm. with that, but regardless. The Tolkien estate involved, that is the most number one important thing about all of this, right? Hugely important. If they had not been, I would have been a little more like, hmm, this is disturbing. But I feel really good about this because the Tolkien estate is involved. Um, So um, what will it be? That's kind of the 
uh, you know, the big question. Um, let me let me read what Amazon themselves, the the head of Amazon Studios, said about this too. Uh, this is from Sharon Tal Iguado, uh, head of scripted series. Probably just butchered her last name. I apologize for that. The Lord of the Rings is a cultural phenomenon that has captured the imagination of generations of fans through literature and the big screen. We are honored to be working with the Tolkien Estate and Trust, HarperCollins' new line on this exciting collaboration for television, and are thrilled to be taking the Lord of the Rings fans on a new epic journey in Middle-earth. So um, that's what they had to say about it. So what will this be? What will it be? Let's let's talk about that for a second. Um, the, the word, the operative term here they've been using for the most part, the headline term is Lord of the Rings TV series. Okay, and so mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings prequel. And so that's what everybody sees. And... Um, and so originally people heard about this when, when there was a rumor about this, people were like, well, maybe it's just Lord of the Rings and they're going to redo it. Okay. Before this was announced. Um, and you know, I think people were like, Oh man, that would be lame. if they redid Lord of the Rings. Right. We are, we already did movies. Yeah. They're won all these Academy Awards and right. were hugely successful. Right. People love sense. those movies. Like, right. Why go back to the same watering hole? Exactly. Yeah. And, um, uh, well, and, and people will do that for a big brand because, I mean, how many times have they been re- remade well, Spider-Man? Well, true. Right? True. Um, true. So, you know, they do that in order to make money and for a variety of other mm-hmm. reasons. But, but the um, movies have already been hugely successful. They have. And here's what I think is why they're using Lord of the Rings in this is the big thing that people will notice, right? Um, it's a brand, right? It's yeah. the most rec- instantly recognizable brand. They already know it's was hugely mm-hmm. successful as a film series. Yes. And so, you know, for, for a nerd like me, for a Tolkien nerd like me, I'm going to be like, well, why didn't they call it the Silmarillion? Or why didn't they call it the Lord of the Rings of Pendency? And he's like, you know, they, they want to use, they want to create buzz, so they use right. terms they that people are going to recognize. Terms. Yeah, right? absolutely. I think about it kind of like Star Wars, where mm-hmm. the original Star Wars movie episode, which is now known as A New Hope, episode four, mm-hmm. was originally just Star Wars, right? It came out, when it came out, it was the only thing in that universe, it was just Star Wars. But now Star Wars is the brand for the whole storytelling universe right, right? okay right. star wars people know it exactly you it's, know what they're gonna get right star wars so so lord of the rings is the is the name that it seems like they're using to brand this thing and it right? encompasses everything right it I mean, does it's a pretty all-encompassing you know term. so yeah. in in the back of this here book this is return of the king the third part of lord of the rings and um in the back of this there are all these appendices and so Appendix A has all these other stories, um, the story on Arwen and um, Aragorn and their uh, their romance, the, the longer story of their romance. It has a history of the Rohirrim. It has a history of the kings of Numenor, a history of the dwarves. And then you get into Appendix B and it's like, you know, it's got a, it's got a history of the second age, like a, a timeline of the second age and then a timeline of the third age. Nothing from the first age because that's all in the Silmarillion. But it's got a detailed timeline of the Third Age. There's yeah. there's three thousand years of history in the Third Age alone for the Lord of the Rings, right? There's three thousand years of history in the Second Age. Uh, you can find in a Calabath within the Silmarillion, or you can find, a, you know, an outline of it in in the Lord of the Rings Appendix B. So um, there's plenty of there's plenty of material to start with, right? Right. It's not very right. detailed, but it's there's plenty of material to start with mm-hmm. in. Uh, in the Lord of the Rings itself, right? Okay, mm-hmm. um, and, and the appendices that are attached to it. So, um, so I think the Lord of the Rings is just the operative term they're using to catch people's attention. Sure. Okay, yeah. we know it's going to be a prequel. We know it's not a remake of the Lord of the Rings. Um, now, what about what about these, the Silmarillion and Unfinished Tales, especially? Although there's a twelve volume history of Middle Earth series that you could also mm-hmm. uh, use, and there's you know there's other things out there as well right. that attach themselves to Middle Earth. Um, that are, you know, writings of Tolkien's. 
there's things we haven't, we don't even have, they're not even published that they could potentially reference, right? There's mm-hmm. the children of Hurin, there's Baron and Luthien, um, all kinds of other stories, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, it's not. Baron and Luthien makes kind of some sense because they just came out with that. I would, you know, you know me, like, I'm telling you, for those who have not read the Silmarillion, um, Baron and Luthien is the, in my opinion, is the best story in the Silmarillion, and it is just perfect. It would be perfect. For you can only probably get series. one series out of that, though. That maybe you could get maybe maybe one season, season, but but it but it goes. It's a story within the context of right. the overall Silmarillion, right? Right. 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 And so, I've written about this on some places. How I'd love to see this done previously, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go back and refresh some of those thoughts over the next couple of weeks and months, but. Um, but the Silmarillion and Unfinished Tales just have a ton of material in them that they could potentially pull from if this is part of the deal, right? Yeah. Um, so who knows? We, we don't know. We have nothing official on that yet, but we just know that the Tolkien estate is at least happy with what Amazon has proposed to them is what they want to do. Um, so, you know, maybe these, maybe these two bad boys. So if you haven't read them yet, time to get reading. And, you know, you can go over to the Tolkien Road podcast and you can have a listener's guide for you over there as you, yep, as you yep. walk through them. Cause the Silmarillion is a challenge. We're going to hit up unfinished tales. We've done a little bit of unfinished tales. We've done all, all of the Silmarillion over there and all of the Lord of the Rings, by the way. So, you know, you can listen to the podcast over quite. there. We're working. We're all, almost done with Lord of the Rings. And then we're going to do the game. Hobbit after that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but there's so much, there's so much in Tolkien's universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I don't, and so we talked about the Hobbit. I don't think it's a Hobbit redux. Um, it would have said the Hobbit if they were going to do the Hobbit. Is yeah. is how I view that. I would agree. Uh, Baron and Luthien. That's just the one I'd love to see. Please, please, please. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see that. Well, just given screen. the fact that they just came out with that special edition, I yeah. feel like it. It kind of makes. Some yeah, the sense. special book that that came out earlier this yeah. year, right? Um, so who knows what the future will hold? It's an extremely exciting time. Um, I can't imagine it will be too long before we know more. I know. I know. I it's mean, gonna, is there a projected release date? That we know of? It sounds like they're, they're getting started. Like next you know? year, maybe? Um, I, my guess is they've already got... My guess is they've already done some, like... They, they've already got a sense of where they're going. Right. I don't think they want to tell too much yet, but I think they already have a pretty strong sense of where they're going, at least at the high level for this thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, as they... It, now that they've announced it, they can start doing, like, you know, they can start casting right. and, and finding, right. you know show you know finding showrunners and directors mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff um you know so i think over the course of the next year we're going to be learning a lot um will it will we have the first episode within the next year i don't know but maybe possibly who knows yeah um you know it's just uh the, with the pace in which the rumor hit last a week you know a week ago yes. and this was announced seems to be moving quickly seems to be moving quickly yeah. so uh you add that to the movies about tolkien's life that are coming out yeah. in the next year it's going to be a really exciting time to be a Tolkien fan and yes. um yes. I just couldn't be more excited to see what the future holds um again the thing is the Tolkien estate's involved so that just gives me a lot of confidence yeah. that they're going to do a good job not yeah. a problem it's not guaranteed right. nothing ever is but but it's like this extra layer of accountability exactly right? there's yeah. it's like it's like an accountability to making sure that you know whoa 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 that's not really how mm-hmm. Tolkien would have seen this right mm-hmm. um right. so uh yeah Exciting. Very exciting. Um, I will say that I hope this also opens the door to other media, right? I would love, uh, yeah. we've talked about it before, I would love to see graphic yes. novel yes. adaptations of yes. all the stories, um, like high quality graphic novels, like not, not like, you know, you know, flimsy comic book, like bad drawing adaptations, but like high quality 
graphic novels done by great. There's so many great Tolkien artists out there who just do it for the love of the material. They don't get paid for it. Um, I would love to see, uh, you know, love to see more on that front. These stories told in a graphic novel format. So I can't help but think this is just kind of going to open the door Mm -hmm. for that kind of thing. I'm so excited, people. I need I need to like stop this video right now. And I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna burst into screen. tears, <laughs> tears of joy and happiness. I do. You know, it's 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 uh it's been hard to kind of like focus on work for the last couple of, for the last day since this came out. I'm just like, whoa, this is amazing. It's exciting. Well, anyway, so I think um, thanks for watching. We're gonna yeah. stop. We're gonna stop uh, just gushing with our excitement right now. Um, but we'd love to hear from you uh, whether on yeah. Facebook in the comments, you know, if it's on YouTube in the comments below there. Um, send us email at tolkienroadpodcast at gmail.com and um, hey keep in touch with us on the podcast mm-hmm. uh, if you're yeah. not already a listener listen over there we're going to be um, talking about these things as we learn more yes. and it's an exciting time to be a Tolkien fan it, crazy exciting yeah definitely alright thanks for All watching right. everybody thanks guys Bye-bye. bye as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.